The following podcast contains naughty words, naughty themes, and a cat named Ernie. Hi, Rich here. Um, on this week's episode of Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film, we sit down to watch the 2020 Parapod, A Very British Ghost Hunt, starring Ian Boltworth and Barry Dodds. The film follows these two as they travel around visiting some supposedly haunted locations. Ian is very much a sceptic, whereas Barry is a full-on believer. And that's more or less all you need to know. It's a very funny film. And at the end of this episode, we actually have a very special guest interview for you to look forward to. So, hope you enjoy the episode. Why do you always clap? Because I'm really proud of us for doing this. It's for for you. It's for your time sink, man. I'm trying to make your fucking life easier. (laughs) Every episode, you just... Actually, we don't need to sink anymore because we don't have two mics. Exactly. Yeah. All right, no... It's just for us then. Yay. You're literally applauding yourself. Yeah, I'm one of those guys who like claps on the plane lands, you know? Just really happy to be here. I've got no idea what that means. There's like, there's people who just like clap when the fucking plane lands. Like, they're like, yeah, like we're here. Oh, the pl- I thought when you were saying plane lands, I was thinking like... like <laughs> the I planes. In, <laughs> I live in the plane the lands. Planes. Um, but you mean literally when an aeroplane lands... An aeroplane, yeah, and the people clap. I'm one of those people, and I clap like the podcast when you hit record. It's like, that's like the plane land, like, touch down, baby, let's go. We're here. We're in fucking Ibiza or fucking Paris or somewhere. Let's go. You're listening to Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film. Hi, I'm Rich. And I'm Jimmy. And you're listening to... Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film. I wasn't sure if we were going to say it at the same time or not, or whether we were just going to... Yeah, we can, we can do it again. Do it I don't want to. No, fine, we'll leave it like this. I think Sounds if we good. try and sync ourselves... It would just sound terrible. It would just be a little bit off. There would be that split second... Should we just try it? Yeah, that's good. I reckon we're going to nail it now. Yeah, do it. So, um, hi, I'm Rich. And I'm Jimmy. And you're listening to... Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film. Hey! Thank you so much for um, taking the time to listen to another one of us waffling on. Today, we're in Jimmy's kitchen. We are, changing it up, change, change the scenery, change as good as a holiday, right? That, that is the uh, phrase that some people use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people like myself. Um, the beauty of that is Jimmy has smashed out the barbecue, yep. which is, I, I'm staring at now. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks fantastic. Um, so, Jimmy, uh, today Rich. we have a bit of a treat. We do, indeed we do. We do, indeed. A a special episode, I think you could maybe even call it. Now, it's a film that um, a lot of people may not have seen, slash even Mm -hmm. heard of. So, the film we're watching today is um, The Parapod, A Very British Ghost Hunt. Um, It originated as a podcast, so who knows? Yeah, it could be a Rich and Jimmy make a movie instead of watch a film, make a movie one day. I would fucking love that. Yeah, it'd be like Beavis and Butthead, like do America sort of thing, we'd get our own. (laughs) <laughs> I, love I love the way that you go to Beavis and Butthead well yeah I don't know why man it just popped into my head okay yeah, I, th- I feel like we're a bit classier than them two guys but still but that's still where you went yeah so okay yeah. the podcast um, is still out there now still available to listen to and as a, a big Parapod fan I urge you to go and have a listen Jimmy are you a fan of ghosts I am absolutely Rich absolutely ghost stories yeah uh, whether it's like novels films, anything like that, man. I'm a huge fan. Um, uh, Growing up as a kid, properly obsessed uh, after watching, like, Ghostbusters, 
wanted to be a Ghostbuster, I think, like most most kids when they oh, first absolutely. see Ghostbusters. So yeah, I haven't seen this. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, going into it fairly blind. Uh, you've recommended the Parapod to me. I'll be totally honest and say I haven't listened to it yet. It didn't but work though, did it? It was very weird. That's what it was. Yeah, you sent me the conspiracy episode and it <laughs> wouldn't load. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So obviously they're being watched there by the fucking Illuminati. But interestingly, well, that is one of the episodes. So there's two people in the Parapod. There's Barry Dodds and Ian Bowlesworth. Uh, Ian Bowlesworth doesn't believe in ghosts, whereas Barry Dodd is someone who goes out and actively... Is ghost hunt the word? Yeah, yeah. Ghost hunt? Ghost hunt, yeah, for sure. Ghost seek. Ghost ghost seek. And so the series one of the Parapod is ghost. Series two is mystery. So you you get all your Mary Celeste and your lot of monsters. And series three is conspiracies. In all their wisdom, they decided it would make for a very good film. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's a self-funded film where... Barry and Ian, they go off and they spend some time in very haunted locations. Obviously, um, the rapport between Barry and Ian about one being a believer and one not being a believer comes across in the film. Um, it's comedy. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to sit and watch that. I'm going to show you mm -hmm. it. I, I'm a big fan. I even went to the movie premiere of this. Lovely. Yeah. That was a good time. It was fantastic. But the premiere was something special. And, you know, off the back of that as well, we said this is a bit of a special episode. We have got a special guest appearing at the end of this podcast. Very exciting. So, what's the next section, Jimmy? Um, uh, oh, um, I remember where we fucking eat the food. Baby. As you said in the last podcast. It's my favourite bit of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Not seeing me, not watching the film, nope. not getting together and enjoying a beer. Stuffing just... food in my face like a fat motherfucker. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go to that. A chat over dinner. This looks amazing, Jimmy. Mate, I, I hope you enjoy it. Just the, the barbecue classic burgers and sausages. But... It's all you need. For the burgers, just yeah, classic salad, pickles and everything. But the bit I am very proud about on this is the homemade ketchup. Very, very happy with that. Just stewed down uh, tomatoes, peppers. Uh, I think there was maybe some courgette in there as well. That's very good. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. So, what's been going on with you, man? You seen anything good lately? Oh yeah, I, I was editing our podcast last mm -hmm. night whilst Kate was watching John Wick 3. Oh yeah. So, although I can't comment on the storyline of it, I can say that it has some brutal fight scenes. I mean, I haven't seen any of the John Wick films. Um, I don't know why. I really fucking want to. Never got around to it. But that's one thing I definitely know about them, is that they're fucking, their fight scenes are fucking really sweet. What are they called? Gun-fu? Gun-fu. Gun-fu. Like, because a lot of it is to do with guns. Like, it's a mix of, yeah, kung-fu with the gunplay as well. So you, so you haven't seen anything? You've just been busy editing, just doing the he all the heavy lifting of the podcast. I mean, I'm nodding on a podcast. <laughs> Sorry. This sausage is delicious. Mm, wow, nice. So I recently watched um, Kate on Netflix. Kate. So the premise of it is that this assassin has been poisoned but it's a very slow acting poison which is going to kill her in like 48 hours so in those 48 hours she goes to kill kingpin of this cartel who has poisoned her and it's a relentless onslaught of brutal fighting sounds a bit like um uh, like escape from new york uh, kurt russell is snake Plissken, who's just like the most badass criminal ever and it's set in the far-flung future of 1997 <laughs> I love when, it when that happens. It's like, so great, isn't it? And back to the when future you, when they have a date 
that is like a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was. I think it was 2015. It was so fantastic though. They turned up on like the Late Show. Doc and Marty both showed up and they were like, "Oh, we've made it!" Like it's like one of the few times like Michael J. Fox has like made a public appearance. Has he got Parkinson's? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, came back to do that. But then yeah, then he was yeah he was on Jimmy Fallon with um with Doc Brown. It was like it was fucking lovely on the exact day. Did you see on Facebook? Um, Ian suggested some films. Rid of a friend of the show, Ian Pring, and they all began with F. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, Freud might have something to say. Something, something to say about it, maybe. Who? Freud. Fraud. The psychologist. You know the guy that said everyone wants to fuck their mum, or like if you're a girl, everyone wants to fuck their dad. I'm just gonna sit here and stare at you while you get. You know, come on, man. Don't come on. Don't make it weird. You know the guy I'm talking about. Don't make it weird. Talking about people fucking their families. Is it, is it Freud? <laughs> yeah, it's Freud. <laughs> Thank you. Ian Pring uh, on Facebook suggested Freaks. Yep. Do you know Freaks? Yep. The uh, yeah yeah the old thirties horror film. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Well, Bride of Frankenstein. But I'm still seeing that as an F. Frankenstein, Bride of. And the Fly. I've never seen the Fly. Because um, there's two, isn't there? There's the fifties one, and then there's the Cronenberg eighties. The Jeff Goldblum one. Yep. Um, well, I've, I've not seen either. Yeah. So, yeah, Jimmy, have you have you seen anything recently? Uh, I have. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my full food. Um, man, the ASMR listeners must be getting a fucking treat on this episode. I mean, we say it all the time, but this is a sloppy. This is a sloppy feed. Last night, what did I watch? Fucking Reanimator. Any good? With Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, man, absolutely. I haven't seen that since I was like in my teens, and just such a wacky, dumb comedy but the horror and like the body horror and the gore is just incredible and Barbara Crampton who was one of like the 80s screen queens is in it I used to have the biggest crush on her when I was in high school <laughs> and watch her this again like she is beautiful I was like yeah no it all come flooding back <laughs> the boyhood crush so <laughs> your fiance Katie is away at the Commonwealth Games yeah, um, I was in there crushing on Barbara Crampton <laughs> well come on man this was this this movie's from like the fucking mid to late 80s if you, if you, yeah, if you haven't seen Reanimator, I really think like you would love it. Uh, like in terms of your taste, it is just absolutely fucking bonkers. It's is it, so silly. It's so kind fun. of um, like Brain Dead. Yeah, oh, dude, it's it, exactly Brain Dead is exactly all I think of when I watch it. Like again, I I hadn't seen this in over probably fifteen years. I I just absolutely fell in love with it all over again watching it. Well, I've I've finished eating, Jimmy. Yeah. um... Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, full disclosure here on this episode. Rich has come around to record. We've realised that my living room is not great for ambient noise because I'm on a very busy road. So we're moving the television and uh, the Blu-ray player and everything into the kitchen, where it's a bit more thing, and we're going to sit in the kitchen with it on uh, my bench top above the fridge. But this is actually going to work out great because the fridge is directly below where the television is going to be. So we only have to take about two steps at a time. This is going to be uh, a very efficient podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a fucking wind chime behind me. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is probably the noisiest fucking flat knoll of London that we could have chosen to record. Right, let's get the film on. Let's do it. Stop clapping, it's so loud. <laughs> Time to watch the film. Let's do it. Let's go. The Parapod movie. Woo! I mean, the car in this is great. Um, it's so for people listening, it's he, he's just come burning up in this uh, 
and this uh, old hearse that he's just kitted out with a custom paint job saying like the parapod and everything up the side of it and it's just an absolute weapon of a car <laughs> got, the, got the big fucking like got the big high beams fucking driving lights across the tops and I'm a big fan of the fact they've got like lots of little ghosts painted on the driver's door and some of them are crossed out <laughs> cross got one got, got one. another one One thing I like about this mm-hmm. is it is natural. There is a natural relationship between these two. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. A really nice little rapport that they've got. But they've got their... They know their roles within the parable. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Their, their roles of who they play. Like, same with us when we do yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you're an Australian who is... A clown. Uh, incompetent. And a clown, yeah, exactly. And I'm not. So their relationship is fantastic. Mm. When he's angry with him, he's genuinely angry. Yeah. I mean, the car is just such a rig, man. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> you do a bit of ghost hunting in your, in your spare time, don't you? I do. I I have been known to go ghost hunting with my mum. Mm-hmm. Is that what got you into the parapod originally? No, originally, I, I've always been... You know, a supporter of um, Ian Bowlesworth, who is one of the two chaps in this film. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to podcasts from him since, uh, as long as I've known Katie. So that's what, like, 19 years or something. And so most of this, I found a parapod. And it just happened that I'm into ghosts. Yeah. This is about ghosts. Tickled my bones. Yeah, it, it, it fucking sounds like it. Like Ian's just organised for Barry to address a sceptic convert. And look at them. They're just not having anything to do with it, eh? They're just off. He obviously genuinely believes because he's able to back himself. Yeah, yeah. He's, but he's passionate, passionate about it. Like. Yeah, because that takes some massive bollocks. To and I mean, that. they're not impressed. Because something I've always been interested in as well. Yeah. Is the paranormal and yeah, not just ghosts, like UFOs, like any of that jazz, man. It's, like, it's fascinating, all that kind of stuff. Like, And from a young... Kid, it's not like go around later. You know, um, it's not like it's anything that's really carried over with me. But anytime you see, like, if I read anything about it or see something online about it, it's like it still sparks that interest where you're like, oh fuck, that's cool. Like, yeah. it must be really nice to start a project and keep that project ticking over to the point when, because let's face it. There's not many people out there that can say that they've made a movie. Must have cost them an absolute fortune. Because this isn't cheap. Like, no. No, they've got good gear, they've got crew, like, good it equipment. It looks good, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, As a exactly. film, it looks good quality. By the, by, mate, just the fucking hearse getting the kid out <laughs> would have cost a fucking mint. Like, I don't think that little thing that Barry's steering, a, <laughs> a steering wheel thing that adapts to the glove box is uh, going to cost a month. Nah, they, they, that's probably, that would be the cheapest part of it for sure. But So all these places as well where they're going, like they're quite haunted locations. You know, like quite well known haunted locations. Yeah, Pluckley got into the Guinness Book of Records mm-hmm. as the most haunted village. Like if you, if you know ghosts, yes, yeah. then these they're, they're they're ticking boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> I know. 
They do have a really nice relationship, don't they? They do, man. It just it seems like a really nice, like warm rapport with each other. Like, and I guess you have to as well to be able to spend so much time with someone. But there's a trust, isn't it? Yeah. Because Barry has to trust that Ian isn't going to just go. You're an absolute dick, Barry, for believing this. Yeah. Like, Ian's also obviously a very sort of articulate guy who can, you know, tell Barry that he thinks he's being daft without going you're a dick yeah yeah exactly you like quite stamping on his feelings like on his on his on his beliefs absolutely yeah so he doesn't want to destroy his beliefs yeah he just you know it's entertainment yeah exactly there there is no drama without conflict right conflict is drama so drama is your entertainment like without being a spoiler I think later on there is a bit of a bit of drama yeah yeah Um, it would be boring if you just had two people who both think the same way either for or against who just went around because then it's just the one thing and it's like (laughs) this is it like you end up with bullshit like that but I think that's why the title A Very British Ghost Hunt works so well (laughs) because you know as we discussed in Mm -hmm. um, with Nell in my episode you mentioned about the British sense of humour yeah this is the epitome of that yeah Absolutely, it's the um, I think the word I used in the with now, and I was like, I kind of classic, but it's also like quite self-deprecating, and 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 like I just love it, like that the the dryness and, and of the self-deprecation, like it seems so serious. I I absolutely love that about British humour. <laughs> the fuzzy corny face. <laughs> right, so we talked over it, but basically, Sari had arranged for a witch to come and do a thing, yeah, who didn't turn up. So Bar- Ian's made him just like that. Dress yeah, up, like, right? So. Yeah, for the for those at home who can't see, Barry's here in like this big witch's hat with these fake long nails. He's got the big the big crooked nose with a ward on it, a fucking spider hanging out of fucking earring. It's my fault. Now I'm gonna challenge you, so now I'm gonna curse you. Right, okay. Is this spell a real spell? This is a real spell. Okay, where are you going from? Internet, internet, great, great place. Okay. <laughs> I think, as far as quotes go, that's a brilliant one. That's internet, internet, great, great place. <laughs> great place. The internet is a great place. Mate, turn me into the jaded prick land today. I don't know that. So here's an interesting fact about the uh, this scene of the ancient lamb in the guy who owned it died the day before they were due to go in and film and he was this legend who everyone knew in the ghost hunting community um, a really eccentric old guy and if memory serves you right out of respect they went we're not going to come there and film there but his daughter went no he would want you to come and still do his thing and so this whole bit is tinged slightly with uh, a bit of sadness the overshadowing of his death because apparently he was a bit of a legend. That's fucking sick, though, as well. That the family was just like, "No, nah, like Dad would want you to come down and like." I will say as well, this is a pretty original concept for a film. I can't think of another movie, no, like this. And also, um, it's the first podcast ever to be turned into a film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah shit. They're they're, they're kind of like the. Um, they're like the Blues Brothers, like the Saturday Night Live sketch that became a film. Okay, so Barry and Ian, the Parapod, direct comparison to John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. In the sense of taking a, a, a podcast to the screen in the same way of taking two sketch characters. They will take that. Yeah, and fucking dude, I would take that. Out. So they're currently in 30 East Drive, Jimmy, mm-hmm. which we spoke about on another podcast. And why is it famous? 
there was a massive haunting in there which made the news and um, this is the one that was bought by Bill Bungay and uh, he put the film yeah. premiere of When the Lights Go Out yes 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 who is also the producer of the film mm-hmm. there he is and he says, you're so pig-headed, you don't want to admit it because you're scared to admit it. Okay, and I'll tell him that in all. She's going in on him, eh? So this is Carol, you know. She's a lovely lady, lovely lady. She's passionate, man. Yeah. So she's in charge of 30's Drive. She's right. a neighbour who is sort of, lets people in and out. <laughs> Such a smart. I mean, prick. that's that's a oh, oh, yeah. that's a chef's kiss joke, isn't it? Fucking oath, man. Fucking oh, oath. You think you're the big I am? No, no. It's Ian. It's Ian. Yeah. He is a smart motherfucker. Oh, mate. And her voice was like, "I'm the Oscar goes to." Wind up artist. He's mate. Poor, look at Barry's crestfallen oh. face there. There was nothing in that room. No, you were scared. I wasn't. I just, uh, <laughs> that bit there is so sort of tense and emotional with that music. Yeah. So the music's done by a guy called Thomas Van Der Rey, who does all the music for the Parapod. And that is so emotional, that music. And Barry's face and Ian being all like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then, like, I'm sat here going, I can't wait for him to say any Oscar goes to. That's great when he's going, it's all gold, because I was like, okay, I can maybe be bullying me saying, but then when he's finding the the head torch in the in the nooks and crannies of the castle, I was like, well, that's that's a setup. Yeah. So I was like, how's it all, like, how's this whole thing going to come together? Like, are they going to play it off as real for a sweet ending to the film? Or, like, yeah, how's it all going to come together? That is fucking brilliant. It's so <laughs> it was all gold. And what's that? The Oscar Fucking, yeah, man. Wind up artist or wind up person, whatever you want to fucking call it. Oh. Mate, nothing frightening was going on in that room. Bollocks. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Get out as quick as we can, please. <laughs> Great stuff. There it is. The PowerPod movie. Uh, very, very good. Right, hold that thought because we'll have that discussion when we Because there's a few little bits in the credits as well. Oh, yeah. okay. So um, it shows you their exact uh, route as well, which is always quite amusing. Oh, so like if you want to do it yourself, like go around the places. Not so much. More like if you wanted to see the route and go, that was well planned. You'll see what I mean in a minute. Oh, goodness. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a giant cock and balls. Post film chat. So, Jimmy, we have just watched the Parapod, we the have. very British ghost hunt, mm-hmm. um, and now I've got a bit of a treat. Yes, we do, indeed, we do. We we teased it at the top of the episode. We did that there was going to be a, uh, a little, little little treat, little little surprise, little special guest, Rich. 
So we've actually got um, Barry from the Parapod who has very kindly offered to give us a little interview yes. um, after we watched the film. Yes, it's a, it's a very special after film chat where it's not just you and me talking shit. We're actually going to sit down with someone involved in the whole creative process of what we've just seen, which is just fucking awesome. I mean, we we might still talk shit. Oh, oh, without a doubt, we're going to, at least as the added bonus. So, without further ado, a very special post-film chat featuring Barry Dodds. Take it away. We're so grateful for you doing this, Barry. Yeah. um, It's all right. We're brand new to... I mean, look at you with your setup there. (laughs) We're just sat in his kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're literally in my kitchen. Yeah. Lovely to meet you, Barry. Nice to meet you too. Thank you for having me on. Glad we managed to get a time sorted. So, we've just literally just finished watching it. Just finished it now. So, I very much enjoy it. I think it's really, from point of view of someone who's listened to the podcast from the start i think it's a really nice way of encapsulating everything that you and ian went through on that podcast i think it's a really nice thing for fans to have yeah jimmy hasn't yeah. seen it before so jimmy's yeah. got a few more questions maybe yeah. um, okay so watching it barry I was, I was a big fan of it from my personal interest but also maybe for you know any of our listeners who maybe haven't listened to the podcast before or when and sort of how did your interest in the um in the paranormal begin uh, I was always into it, like, as a kid. I used to go and stay up at my nana's up in uh, Northumberland, and my cousin Sarah used to tell me ghost stories, and it used to scare the life out of me, and she would tell me about this ghost that was... Because it's a, a place called Amble, where, where I used to go, and there's, like, a long pier going out into the sea, um, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and she used to tell me that there was a monk that would get seen there and it was a bad omen. It used to terrify me. And it, like, even when we used to go out walking, she used to go, shall we go up the harbour? And I was like, oh, no, we can't, we can't go near the pier in case we see the ghost. So it was like, it was a real fear thing from being younger. But it, it's that thing. It's, you get yeah. a rush out of what scares you. That's why roller coasters are, you know. And that's exactly what we're saying with the fascination with ghosts and ghost stories or, you know, love of horror films. Like, I love horror films. It is that rush, isn't it? That um, that sort of primal thing of, like, you are scared and that almost it almost generates <laughs> that fight or flight sort of thing. That Yeah, exa- exactly. Because I'm a huge horror fan and... And I, I like the whole genre in general. Like, like I love a bit of blood and gore. I love a bit of splatter and <laughs> yeah, things yeah. like that. And but like, I'm a big yeah. fan of Peter Jackson's yes. early works. You know, Bad Taste and Brain Dead, and they're good fun to watch too. So, just circling back again um, to your interest in the paranormal from that sort of, how was it then? The podcast came about with you and Ian, and then the idea for the film. So it started because. A friend of mine sent me a link because they knew that I was into ghosts and ghost hunting and said, have you heard of this house, this 30 East Drive and Pontefract? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I've never heard of it. And I looked into it and I was like, well, obviously I need to try and spend a night there. And this is before it was a big thing like it is now. And I managed to track down the owner and said, can I spend a night? And he said, yes. So he told me how much it would cost. Austin, like I'm, I'm a stand-up comedian, so all my friends and all my social circle, like it's all comic. It's people who do the same job and keep the same hours. And of course, I've come in for a lot of stick for my beliefs over the years. And I sort of said, right, everyone, put your money where your mouth is and come and spend a night in a haunted house. And and it became a bit of a story, like this comedians in a haunted house for a night, and it got featured on a few websites. And and then Ian was doing a radio show on Fubar Radio at the time and he said, Oh, let's do an interview about 
about you taking the comedians in. Okay. And I actually missed the interview because I was I had something happening that day. And my punishment for missing it was that I had to be a guest on his show every week <laughs> for like ten weeks or something. Because I used to listen to Ian on Foo Bar, and I always wondered why you were always on his show. Is that what it was? It was it was punishment for because I left them in the lurch. They didn't have a guest, so they were That's just fantastic. like filling time, reading tweets and things. They they were like cursing me every week. They would find another reason for me to be punished, and they would add another week on. So I ended up like doing it every every week for about three months. And of course, ghosts came up all the time, and there was you know good chemistry with Ian. And then he said, "Oh, we should be." recording this yeah. and yeah. then I went to his and the parapod started really from there. and so was the film then do you guys saw like the next sort of natural progression after doing X amount of seasons for the for the show well yeah because it sort of had to be really because like the first series was Ghosts which mm-hmm. is sort of my thing my big interest and then the second one was Mysteries which is you know they all they're all in the same books that I read <laughs> as a kid and then the third one it was Conspiracy Theories um, because I'm a sucker for getting, you know, going down rabbit holes and <laughs> believing it, it happens really easily. And but that was the thing that I knew the least about. I mean, some people would say I didn't know yeah. anything about any of them, but, um, <laughs> but it was certainly the thing I knew least about. And it felt like it was the natural end yeah. to that as a as a podcast. We were recording something in the house in 30s Drive one night, and I think it was like a TV pilot thing we were going to try and pitch it as. And, and Ian said, he said, no, I think this is a, a film because other, what's the TV show going to be every week? It's just going to be go to place. Ian takes picks out of Barry. Barry doesn't find ghosts. It, you know, that would get yeah, yeah. repetitive very quick. Yeah. Um, so he was, was like, I think this is a, a movie. And then just so happened that the guy who owns 30 East Drive is a film producer mm-hmm. who, when he heard about Ian's thoughts, he wanted to be on board and went from there. So it was just a beautiful sequence of events that led to the finale, which, which was the film. So with the film, like, you know, all these locations that you're visiting, you know, all, all up and down Great Britain, it's, I'm sure that you would have wanted to visit all of these places yourself, you know, because of your interest in them. Would you think that the experience was maybe affected at all through making the film? And, you know, do you think it would be better to go back without the crew and the cameras and everything, or...? Um, I mean, I mean, the thing is, is every, every place I've ever done a ghost hunt in, in I'd... I'd go back to because you yeah. never know what's going to happen on the night, and it, it, it's the reality of ghost hunting is is that ninety nine percent of it's just boring. It's it, you just <laughs> sat around waiting. You, you're trying to catch lightning in a bottle, but, yeah. you know, and then something will happen, and you get excited, and you're like, right, I want to go back there and see. I want you constantly want to give places another chance because you yes. want to experience what the people have experienced there. And and uh, I mean, I think the cat's well and truly out the bag now, so I think I'm all right. It's, saying this i've always been honest and said i've never seen a ghost and you know i i was honest and open about that on on the podcast and then we went to a location which changed that and it was a bit sort of be careful what you wish for because it was a really unpleasant experience i still to this day i don't accept like lots of people have got explanations for what i saw and i i I don't accept them a hundred percent because in my heart, I'm like, I know what I saw. It's funny you should say that, Barry. You say something when you're in the church with Ian. No, you're in the car. So I wrote it down. You said it's not just uh, being scared with your friends anymore. This is what you've been looking for, but is it what you wanted? Do you feel like that sums up the whole film? Like that you, you may be 
spent that time looking, maybe found it, and then didn't want it? Mm, I, th- I think... I think for me, I mean, it, it certainly it was a life-changing thing because all of a sudden the things that you weren't, it's like, like, like I said, you know, you, it's its not fun anymore. That that whole thrill of the chase is sort of mm-hmm. what it is, really. And, and then it's like, all right, there you go then. And it's never as exciting as you thought. But in, sorry, I'm specifically thinking about women now. Sorry, I've got distracted. <laughs> turn, turn the internet off, Barry. <laughs> you got another browser, another window running. <laughs> no, you, it's, it's the, the, what I'm trying to badly say is it's the chase that's exciting. Yeah. And then when you actually get it, which is what happens in the film, a ghost, not a woman. <laughs> and it it was like right there you go there's your answer it just asks more questions yeah and it really did scare me it was it was a really horrible experience and I've never felt fear like that and like even when like after filming I remember staying at Ian's that either that night or the night after I can't quite remember and it was like he's got lots of like like I've got like little trinkets and things around me and and um he had loads of Muppets, like he's a big fan of the Muppets, and I, I need you to take these down. I can't, I can't have these. Like, I don't want to wake up, and I had a fear of waking up and having something looking at me. On the note of uh, the whole being scared thing, I think one of the questions, as someone who's seen the film several times, is what happens to you in Thirty East Drive when Ian is in is away from you. Somewhere else. Yeah. Somewhere else. Now, I know you've mentioned this before on your Patreon about the fact that it is, you know, you, you were told very specifically, no matter what happens, you film. Um, how, how scared were you? Could, because I, I said to Jimmy when we watched this, like, that would, that would fuck you up. Like, yeah. doors locked, haunted yeah. house. Like, yeah. how long did that take Panic. you to get... You know, your head straight to, to, up. To, to get out of that situation, uh, it took a while, and I think that I think my only regret about that about that scene is I, I don't think it's quite made a hundred percent clear that the, that the fuses have been turned off in the house. So I wake up and it's pitch black, and it, it's sort of weird because the camera's a bit of a safety net as well, because you sort of feel like. No one's ever caught a ghost on film. If I hold this, they'll not appear. They won't be there. Right? Or I'm going to be a millionaire. Right? So, so it's, a, it's, it's a bit of a safety thing having the camera. And the other thing was, is that you, I think you can hear me hitting light switches and nothing's happening because the fuses yeah. were, were gone. So the camera's my way of seeing. It's the only vision I've got because it's a night vision camera. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd be walking into everything in there and so yeah it was just terrifying so what you see on the screen is what I was sort of experienced exactly what I experienced I I did assume that the the fuses had been pulled and I think it's just because when I was watching it like straight away I was thinking that because that's exactly what I would do to someone if you're going to stitch them up like that now, the first thing you're going to do is flip the switch and pull them out. Can I just ask though Barry um, when you did the Parapod special the two-parter 30 East Drive you took oh, the light, yeah. you took the light bulbs out. Um, <laughs> I forgot I did that. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot um, I went round to call the light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you think in some way this was Ian getting his own back a little bit? I don't know if he was trying to get his own back, but one way or another, I certainly. 
deserved it in terms of karma. So it's... <laughs> Can I just ask though, because you, you were very clear, like that you weren't going to go and put those light bulbs back in. You blamed Most Haunted, no. and did you though, or did you get Carol to do it? I didn't put them back in. I, uh, <laughs> not a chance. That was one of the other things as well. It's like in in the filming, and, and I, I can see, I'm not going to tell you where they are, but there's, there's certain points of the film where I can see that I've not slept for days. And it's that house, because we were sleeping in the house. Yes. And, you know, it's like, it's fine if you to sleep in that house. It's a bit uncomfortable, you know. Um, it's fine sleeping in there if you think it's just the house. But if you genuinely do believe that there's something in there, you can't yeah. sleep. Yeah. So there's... A couple of times that where I'm looking and I'm like, oh yeah, you're 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 done there. Like you really <laughs> need to go to sleep at that point. Going a little bit more serious though, Barry. Like on the film, there is the scene obviously with the argument between you and Ian. Mm. Mm. How how damaging was that? It's a genuine argument, isn't it? It's not staged for the film or anything. You genuinely uh, were cross with each other. I, I don't I don't think cross. I think it's frustrating. And, you know, because it's frustrating from both points of view. I think if you had a film like that and it didn't have a conflict, you'd kind of be thinking, oh, well, he he knows it's all bullshit or he knows that it's real. You know, I think it's... And also, it's a massive... I think it's a huge pressure release as well. You know, it's really muggy day and then eventually you get that big thunderstorm and then it's like this, like, okay, reset. I think that's sort of like what that is. And I think it also just shows that it's that he really is a sceptic. And I think it shows that also I really do believe it. Yeah. And, you know, I can't see things objectively like he can because I've got a different mindset. And in the same way, he can't see things as a ghost hunter because he doesn't believe in it. So, you know, it's it's all about contrast. So I, I think yeah. cross is maybe the wrong word. I, I don't, or maybe we'll work cross. A difference of opinion. A, a very vocal difference <laughs> of opinion. But but that's always what the parapod was. It, yeah. Was, yeah. it was always it was always a, meant to be. Yeah. That dynamic of you views. two is, is, is perfect. I would love your opinion on this. Okay. <laughs> when we were watching the film, <clears throat> I made the comparison to Rich um, of comparing uh, the Parapod and the Parapod film to the Blues Brothers in that it was a po- like one of the first podcasts I'm aware of that became a film, whereas the Blues Brothers was a Saturday Night Live sketch that then became a film. Oh, yeah. Would you, uh, would you agree with that? Do you like that comparison? <laughs> I, I, this is the thing. I mean, like, like, don't get us wrong. I'm sure the Blues Brothers is... Um... <sighs> I've got I've got such an issue with musicals that I don't I can't be what a load of bollocks. People say the stuff I watch is unrealistic. When was the last time you saw that happen? People yeah, burst into true. song nonsense. No, that's um, fair. It's it's a good it's a good point though. It's a good comparison in terms of if how of the evolution of things, but. Yeah. Uh, no, if we had songs in it, it'd be rubbish. Mate, I don't want to see a sequel with, like, you know, uh, Parapod to Electric Boogaloo or anything. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that is a great ring to it. <laughs> Parapod to Electric that Boogaloo. That does sound good. I, I have one last question, actually. Which, what would so far be any sort of lasting legacy, biggest achievement or contribution you feel you've made to the paranormal community? I don't really get on that well with a lot of the paranormal community. Fucking some bloke who said he it was definitely a ghost because there were prawns in his boot. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't make 
If you're baffled by that, I promise you I was as well. Yeah, why I having, a, having a row. I think maybe if there's any contribution that I've made, it's maybe, and this is not in my favour as such, but I, one of the things that does annoy me sometimes is that the paranormal community will take everything as being paranormal. Mm-hmm. And what I think the film's brought to it is, is like, it certainly made me stop and think a bit. Like, I'm a different person from when we started doing the parapod. I do stop and think, and not all the time. I mean, I'm surrounded by shit that I bought from clicking on adverts on <laughs> and things like that. And like, like, you know, buy it now, you've got two minutes and all that. So I'm, I'm not infallible, but I, th- I think it's good if complete believers might take a step back and go, well, hang on, is this just pareidolia and also it maybe just got people interested in the paranormal or yeah. talking about it. you know people who were just there for the comedy aspect maybe took a bit of an interest in the paranormal so maybe that's if it started any discussion at all then it was worth it so so barry uh where where can people see the parapod movie then i know we watched it on amazon video where else can they get it you can go and see it on itunes it's on sky store it's on Amazon, iTunes, just Google it. Yeah, just Google. Yeah, yeah. Put it, yeah, put it, put it into Google, and uh, and and you'll find it. Well, I uh, I for one can't rate the Parapod podcast high enough. Mm-hmm. I have been a fan for a long time, and it's given me a lot of enjoyment, um, a lot of laughs, and a lot of pleasure. So, personally, from me, Barry, I'd like to say a massive thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I also, oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. Yeah. I also want to say thank you so much for giving up your time and speaking yes. to us. And we're, same from me. Not a, not a problem. And so, where can people, uh, where can listeners find you online, mate? Um, well, I do, I do stuff on Patreon, which is like a mixture of ghost stuff and gaming stuff and film stuff. So, patreon.com forward slash Barry Dodds. And mm-hmm. I'm, on, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm not a great social media. I feel like you're um, playing down yeah. your Patreon content, Barry. It's it's it is some fantastic stuff on there. Your movie podcast, uh, Duck Pond, oh, thank you. you know, um, is it bollocks? All of it. It's it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> this thing too, well worth the money, well worth everything. Thank you, mate. And uh, thank you for the support. It, it it genuinely genuinely means a lot. Like you know, it's um, yeah, it's really kind. Thank you. Well. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Well, yeah. So, that's it then. Yeah. I... <laughs> Excellent. Absolute pleasure, Barry. Thank you so much. Thank you, cheers. Barry. Thanks, boys. Take care. Enjoy your rest of your weekend. And yeah, yeah. Cheers. You too, mate. Lovely to meet you. Thank Bye-bye you again. Then. You too, guys. Right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, Jimmy. What do you think of the movie, mate? Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, really enjoyed the film. Uh, the the sit down with uh, Barry Dodds as well was just fantastic. That was that was really good of him to do that for us. But yeah, so Parapod success. If yeah. you haven't seen the film, get around it. Yeah, absolutely. As Jimmy would say, get around it, which yeah. is a phrase I really like. Notice you said that a lot. Get, get around, around it. it. Embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. Um, yeah. It's on all the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like, I mean, I've only seen it on Amazon, but I'm sure it's on other ones. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun yeah it is and it's just fun as well like Ian fucking with him as well is just hilarious oh, my word that is so <laughs> um, but it is a, it is a podcast first and foremost so mm-hmm. if you want to get around it get around it get around it um, it's on you know Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. I'm sure it's on all the podcasts yeah um, enjoy it yeah yeah, yeah absolutely 
as we very much do. And uh, and, if, and if you're already a fan of um, Parapod and then tuned into this episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Really hope yeah. you enjoyed our takes from the interview with Barry. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, we just want to do this knowing people are enjoying it. So yep. if you do, let us know. Yep. Uh, you can email us on um, richandjimmywatcherfilm at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. It would be lovely to hear from you. And if you have any movie suggestions, as uh, uh, my friend Alan has uh, already suggested Star Wars. Star Wars. We do take the piss out of Star Wars a lot, so it'd be good to sit down and actually watch one. Do you think if we watched a Star Wars film... And I wish you would have just left it as if we watched the Star Wars. If we, <laughs> do you think if we watched the Star Wars, um, <laughs> uh, do you think like if if we don't say nice things about it, we'll get hounded, death threats? Yeah, from from the community. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, to be honest, if we did, that would be great because that means people are listening and That's true, getting some sort of reaction. So yeah, actually, yeah, you know what. You know, all the things that we've just said about leaving like likes and everything as well. If you want to send us death threats as well, do it. Wow. Any, okay. any sort of interaction. So I'll leave this. <laughs> My address is. Um, yeah. Alan, if you're listening, we will do a Star Wars episode. Yep. We it's will, coming. We will do it. It's coming. It's I will end this podcast now by saying uh, thank you so much for listening. And yep. um, our sign off this week could be. Uh, keep on believing that heaven is a really good place. Yeah, yeah. Keep, I mean that's a really good one. Keep on believing that heaven is a really good, place. really good place, really cool place. Sorry, really, that's what it was. really cool place. Keep mm-hmm. on believing heaven is a really cool place. Brilliant, because right. it is. But we all know the better gigs are in hell. Love you all. Bye bye. Sorry, I'm not stopping. I'm really, 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 I'